I need that to happen. Gonna get wild, baby. They want the gold. They want control. They took it all down. Hey. Zed's got to be there at the end of everything. You know, it's just this weird thing, persistent kind of a theme throughout my life. And, um, you know, it's pretty gratifying. Um, you know, I was led at one point, I mean, in this kind of progression to, to, this, to this end. Early on, I remember in 2002, I was led to say a couple things. Um that were very controversial, that got me in a lot of trouble during the Prophecy Wars. Well, basically, it just like it was Steve Quayle and um, I forget that other guy's name. He was in Oregon. Uh, sorry. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And um, uh, and others, you know, would, would just go on and on about... Um, it was really radio wars back then. Okay, and uh, yeah, I'm waiting for some people to get in the chat. Some some of the old timers may you know remember. Well, you will when you hear this. It's a recording. Uh, there is a Podbean interview I did with a JG Michael called Parallax Views, and um, I'm just beginning to to. I heard a little bit of it um, yesterday. It's uh, the guy does. Uh, Interviews with movie people, a lot of horror people. He's a lot. Of, he's into the supernatural. 
he has heard, you know, <laughs> at one point the guy asked me, he's a young man, and he asked me, he goes, uh, his name is J.G. Michael, a uh, very nice uh, person. And at one point he goes, well, you, you know, you don't seem like a bigot <laughs> or something like that <laughs> because of, of some of my views, you know. And it's like, no, I don't think that's really going to apply. <laughs> and um, perhaps it does, you know, on a spiritual basis of seeing people who are spiritual and people who aren't. And who claim to be, and and now they try to muddy the water up. I mean, there's that, you know, kind of spiritual warfare that goes on, and that's just a fight for discernment and truth. I mean, any child of God, you know, needs to be going for truth. The other thing I would tell JG is, well, I wouldn't say anything. I he does a pretty good job. He we did a Zoom uh, interview, and you know, it's on Podbean. Parallax Views, you can listen to it for free, Podbean, but if you want to, to sign up with for future pods, uh, for any video, I think you have to sign up. I think he charges like five bucks, but I think, I'm not sure that's for one or that's for all of them. You know what I mean? To, to unlock the, uh, the video. A lot of people don't need the video. But I thought, hmm, there, now there's a smart guy. That's, that's a good way to do it. Charge for the video premium. And so a lot of people, they, they have their phone. They don't even care. They don't want to look at a little tiny screen, you know. You know. And, and then if you do, you can see yours truly there um, on video talking to, to uh, J.G. Michael. And I think I gave him uh, Brian Usna's number, too, the, the, you know, the, the, the man who directed uh, and, you know, oversaw and, you know, led society to be the, the cult hit it became. And... Um, I think I was probably pretty nice to Brian. I don't think I said anything, but uh, but I did. I think he'll if he hasn't already, maybe he's he's going to do an interview there. And um, then he's got other <clears throat> other ones with some very prominent people, and uh, it, it, he's interesting. And and again, he's been a guy that would you know kind of listen to Zephyr report every once in a while. And I think that's just because you know what people you know, are looking and they're going all over the internet trying to find something. It's because they're, you know, I'll just say it in the first person. It's because, you know, we're empty. You know, and we need that. We know we need something that we're not getting from Earth and from our experience with our families and our jobs and our interactions with people. We're just not getting that. We're not, we're not filling we're not getting that 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 you know that that meal we're not getting that nourishment we're just really empty and i think america is coming to a crisis right now trying to fill up on all the satanic stuff you know the institutions have all signed on with that you know in big institutions you know you will cut your penis off you will go tranny if you say anything we will lock you in a gulag <laughs> you know some kind of like the ultimate pervert uh you know, it's really, in a sense, what we're experiencing is like pizza, the, 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 you know, Pizzagate um, blasted with uh, LSD and MDMA and, and, and uh, you know, ketamine. <laughs> you know, it's like this huge dose of Satanism and of, uh, which is debauchery. You know, that's how uh, Rome fell. 
That's how Greece fell. That's how all the empires of the world fell. They all fell through uh, internal decadence. They all fell from within. And they all fell from that, that, that decadence where the men were becoming women, okay? That's, you know, the, the becoming effeminate and, you know, um, that, that whole thing that's going on now is nothing new. But to see these people, I mean, imagine this, if you will. Guy goes to college. He, you know, he's privately groomed, of course, you know, to, uh, you know, be able to, you know, talk the language of perverts. But he finally goes to college, he goes to Harvard, you know, he, he gets in this certain club, he gets in these guilds, he gets in, you know, this fraternity that's you know, tied to, you know, the New World Order, to the, to the big institutions. He becomes like a CEO of, you know, like Westinghouse, or I'm just trying to think of, you know, of, of, uh, of, of something like, you know, of Apple, of, of um, you know, of some, you know, tech company, or, you know, Google, or, or you know, Twitter, or you know, and he gets there, and then when he gets there, that that he insists the company promotes all the values that he grew up with, which were never out of the closet. But now, now he's, you know, he's hitting it, and and they all think that pushing the um, LGBTQ is is it, you know they don't understand what it is. It's an institutional political animal. You know, and but 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 see it make to people that are not cool and are not in a, are, are, I would say fairly straight, it would seem like oh there's the opportunity yeah let's jump on with that and force them force every we'll force we're gonna force you know because the people that have all the money like Larry Fink you know and the WEF and you know how they and Bill Gates they all force they want to force and force lock it down and force it force it like China, so they get this mentality going around the globe with all these giant, you know, corporate fascists who pay no taxes, who make ridiculous sums of money every year as CEO, and they sit up there like, you know, like the, like the head of Disney or something, and, and threaten your children. I mean, imagine that. Imagine living in a... No, seriously, you don't see it happening because... It snuck up on you, but just ima- stop everything right now and just try to imagine uh, people threatening to, you know, geld or to 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 mutilate your children's genitals, and you know when they go through that change, what happens? What's the purpose of genital mutilation or castration? What is the the entire purpose? Let's just cut to the chase. I I, I don't like beating around the bush. Okay. So the purpose of it is, uh, you know, no offspring, right? No births, no birth rate, you know. And then, of course, bring in the immigrants. Let the border be wide open. They will replace you. They will be the new workers. And by the way, you know they're not cutting their stuff off, right? They're having babies. You understand they're being encouraged to have babies, now, imagine living in a world like that. You would say to me a few years ago, you'd say it's impossible. It's completely impossible. There couldn't be a world like that where, you know, and then make it cool and, you know, you know make it like, you know, the ultimate thing for men, you know, to, to become, uh, you know, transgender. And then instead of having a certain percentage of people that have, you know, these issues, 
Make it everybody. Make it 80%. Make it like, if you want opportunity, you'll put that dress on. You know, and if you really want the opportunity, you'll have that stuff cut off. Thank you. Another one's neutered. You know, which is, you know, obviously the entire point. Um, no pun intended. So, <laughs> imagine... You would tell me that is a psychedelic uh, nightmare that, you know, is just like an exaggeration of things. It could never be like that. It would never be like that. Then add to this, letting all the prisoners out of prison, letting them run the streets, let the people that pay the taxes and, and the householders stay locked in their homes, for their own protection, and then call it utopia. Yeah. Then on top of that, have an organization uh, that publicly states they're going to murder 7 billion people and then have evidence tied to them of launching pandemics and launching bioweapons as vaccines that in the third year get this in the third year is when a lot of the dying begins and of course in succeeding years with uh, exacerbating HIV cancer all that stuff you know that it, it ends up killing one billion just on what's out there right now so imagine watching that billion die watching all the kids die just on the playground the forced trans thing, you know, you know, IRS agents coming and you know, robbing bank accounts, um, people getting debanked, deplatformed, losing their families, uh, ultimately being hauled off to concentration camps, and you say, well, what would be the reason that they would do all that? Uh, you know, what kind of person would do things like that? What, you know, these would be people that would torture children. This would be Pizzagate. Everything we learn, if you go back to Pizzagate, everything we learned back then turned out to be true. And they, they covered it up by making a mockery of it. And now Pizzagate's actually light compared to the real deal that's going on. If you had said back then, oh, well, these people, you know, they're, they're, they want to cut your dick off, and, and you know, and then say, that's the ultimate conspiracy. What are you, an Alex Jones wacko? Or, you know what I mean? You'd be, you'd be uh, you know, sidelined and uh, canceled and uh, eliminated as persona non grata. If you say what is published in the paper today, in the papers, in the media, and if you mention it on, you know, anywhere, you get put on a list. You get, you get, you know, removed. And then, and then to the desperate Americans, my God, the changes that we've gone through, uh, nobody should ever have to go through like them. We, people can hardly assimilate. But one thing you've seen is you see it's a simulation. Thank God for that. You know, that you see things, they were one way, now they're another, right? Simulation. You were given one kind of simulation, you know, say, leave it to Beaver, you know, and then it got switched for the 60s. Then that got switched. It got switched 
it keeps it's you're in an ant farm and they they push a button it switches but you caught it you've actually seen it you didn't have to wait for like a mandela effect or anything like that you've actually seen you know the switching out of uh you know sets it's like movie sets you've seen it this one here and now that's out and a new one's they build a new one but it's instantaneous you you've you've caught that you've actually caught that and you've caught also how consciousness is regulated by frequency so all of your friends are depressed today all these people are depressed you know uh, unless you're living in a bubble and you think you've got some chance of getting through it all and you're buoyed on that hopeless hope and, and so then you're in a pretty good mood you know you're joe rogan behind the microphone and you got hundreds of millions of dollars. No one's going to stop you, right? <laughs> or Elon Musk, uh, whose picture is uh, on the uh, logo today, wearing his Baphomet uh, in a child sacrifice leather, nice and red, uh, you know, with the upside down cross for the whole world to see. Who is there to dupe? You know, again, gullible Christians into thinking that he is somehow on their side. Or to even dupe people into thinking, oh, he's not with the WEF. They're enemies. He's called them out. He's against them. And then the Neuralink trials will begin next week. How how is a discerning person supposed to discern that? And the reason people are depressed in America, besides the rapid changes that they have brought about, which destroys everything, including your ability to get eggs and different things, and that will get more and more obvious to, to where you're going to have a lot of people um, complaining about being in food lines and not having enough at the uh, food bank and things like that, which I hate to see, but, the, the thi- but see, here's what I hate. They did it to you. People you see today, well, they're, you know, they're 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 trying to get on with their Davos uh, thing today, you know, <laughs> realizing they're the most hated people in the world. Yeah, this is just so amazing seeing seeing how, uh, you know, there's there's a lot I have to say about the the future of of this group, and then you wonder, well, if they're going to fail, it's not exactly a fail, but I have more to say about it. Yeah, because I noticed a a huge um, thing. It was it was you know for me to to express it. I did a couple of pods and a Substack about what the curse of God means, and I don't really give uh, you know anything about you know any other people. They said this, they said that, they did this, they published. I don't care. You know when when it's my time to move, it's my time to move. I stay true. I don't wander around looking around. If I receive a word, I stick with it. I stick with the Lord. And that has served me well. That's why he uses me. I remember, though, he was, it was really an adamant thing with Marina Bravamich. Now, that was, that was crazy. That was like a week. Of, there was some tremendous suffering involved um, before that grand day where they got, uh, where Gates pulled the plug and uh, removed her from Microsoft. You know, she was being promoted by Microsoft, and Gates was introducing her. 
And uh, she wanted people to gaze into the screen. And that's a great way of losing your mind, of, of someone else taking a hypnotic control over you. And that's exactly what she does. And it's pretty simple, you know, but God said no. This one, no. She's not going to be the overt person that's going to be there. And, um, you know, along with uh, just seeing a whole bunch of people coming at it from different angles, um, you know, God got rid of her using humans to do it. You know, and uh, if I look back on it and look at Gates at that time, and I've talked about Gates over the last 20 years here and there, but I mean, you know, I... I uh, there were some weird Mandela effects and things that happened with Gates, and I had to stop talking about uh, some strange things happened that I, 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 I had to back off. It became very, very dangerous. Oh, yeah. You're dealing with uh, forces there with, you know, Davos, Gates, WEF. If you're not, you know, able to deal with that, you should stay away from it. Because now you're talking about the you know the champions of witchcraft. You're talking about built-in protection, you know, in the ether, you know, all around you, you know. And it's like you know, it's 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 the same equivalent of uh, that they do with surveillance. If you say something wrong, if you say the wrong thing, you know, they might say, "Well, you're uh, you know you're a violent, you know, you're going out, you know, you're doing this, you're doing that," and you have to be careful because. You know, well, with me, I have no idea when I'm going to be called into some kind of thing like that of speaking a word about it or whatever. I have no idea. So, you know, but when it is, I make sure people understand it's a movement of God. You know, God is the one that shut gates down, not me. And not the other people that were involved in it. And the same thing with the uh, WEF, and you know, which we which we sort of politely call Davos because Davos became the Comedy Act, right? And um, you know, I, I don't know why it's comedic. It just <laughs> it just strikes me as I, I don't know why it's I, I laugh when I hear that name, you know. And I and I realize that uh, you know there was a lot of people with their different opinions and stories and this and that and oh they're not showing up and all that and that's all bullshit you got to realize those guys put out as many of those rumors as anybody else and act like they didn't so that you can't follow them or you'll be discredited you know yeah i mean they're they're very much involved in disinfo but the true info on it is you know they're tagged they're they're done and it's going to stay like that over the next 20 years. I mean, oh, yeah, they'll be around. And you'll you'll see evidence of it here and there. But, uh, you know, it's... Um, how many of you have been cursed by God? And I want, want, want to see if you know what you're looking for. How many of you know the way God works in a curse? You could call it tagging, curse, marking... How many of you know what that is? Right. Those of you who say you know, it's because of your own lives. You've been marked. You've been tagged. You've been hurt. You have suffered. 
And that's how you know how God works a curse. It, may not, it wasn't your fault. It's that you were born into a line of, you know, of, you know, antichrist Satanists that, you know, torture and kill children or whatever, which is the typical. And, um, you know, you were born into one of those lines. And the sins of the fathers are indeed, I mean, the Bible is so true. You've just got to embrace that before you go running around looking at uh, anything else. The sins of the fathers visited upon the children. And, um, you know, I have been uh, under the curse of God. I have lived with it my whole life. It's almost like every, every you know, ounce of time that I've had and have memory of, you know, there's been torture. And the torture was at one point because of obviously refusing to, you know, to, to give consent. Oh, I mean, I was abused and I had, did physical acts and was, was acted upon and all that. But I mean, ultimately the consent, you see, but it didn't matter that I didn't, that I wanted God, but God wasn't there. He wasn't taking me then. I was just like thrown to the wolves. But bottom line is, uh, I experienced the curse of God. And I saw in my life, I saw, you know, and I can tell you firsthand what it is and what what to look for to recognize it. Um, First of all, you know, look at the, if I look at the family line up to me, it ended. In the year 2000, the Lord, you know, took me aside. I, I was writing you know, the Holy Spirit's telling me to write this book, Lamb. So here's another prophetic thing, writing Lamb. And then, you know, I told, I'm really not a big novelist. I was really a screenwriter. I'm going to write, you know, a giant book. And it's trusting the Holy Spirit. And then at some point, as I got toward the end on that, um, I got a message, well, you have to go with this pseudonym. You need another name. Well, why is that, Lord? Because your name is cursed. You're cursed in your line. You're, you're, you, 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 you can be as godly as you want, still cursed. So I obeyed. Went from Woody Keith to Zeph Daniel. And that was what went on the book Lamb. And it was immediately rejected, though it was extremely well written, even if I say so myself. You know, I mean, it was a very carefully written book, very well plotted book, even if I do say so myself, it would have been a fantastic uh, Christian movie, let's say. But it doesn't really matter. It was um, the same treatment that you get in Hollywood or anywhere else uh, was given to it. And then I learned about the curses of, you know, people that are involved in this sort of rejection. I said, you know, and there are people you know involved in this chain, but I want to. I'm, we're going to go back after this. So that pseudonym then became, uh, when the Lord told me, illegal for the same reason because my line has been cursed by God. And the proof of which is that, you know, uh, my brother was murdered. And, and uh, you know, my father and, you know, mother, and they're all gone. They all left. They, they, that whatever fortunes they had, they've 
<laughs> that got blown. Everything got blown. You know, my daughter committed suicide as a last final act of the curse. Do you understand? We're not fooling around here. This is accuracy. Those things happened. And now, where we are is, um, and then even during that time, you know, even during that time, I was trying to reach out to, to uh, Francesca. Um, and she'd listen to the Zeph reports here and there, but I mean, the damage had been done. She was on the trajectory to suicide, and nobody could talk her out of it. And the reason she had to die was because the line had to end, and she was, you know, forbidden to have children by God. Do you understand that? It ends. So, technically, I'm a dead man. And I live with that, and I'm okay with it, because I know that my redemption is Yahweh, is Jesus, is the blood of Christ. I know, look, I'm the kind of person that should have no hope in anything, and I should have already blown my brains all over the wall. You know, I, should have, I shouldn't have even made it to uh, 10, 15 years ago. And people that know me understand my you know, mood swings. It's like, it's a little more extreme than, you know, bipolar. <laughs> but, you know, I'm a fighter, and, and uh, the Lord's made a path for me. But make no mistake, there's no one left. And that's what a curse looks like. You know, it's, it goes over time, over years. And that's what has happened. Um, not that people don't bring them on themselves. I mean, if you take some of the lines, some of the bloodlines and bloodline elites of Europe and, you know, the, the, the wealthiest people and the, the people that are involved in you know, telling countries what to do and locking uh, innocent citizens down and all that stuff. You know, these people have brought a curse upon themselves. But at the same time, you know, there's there's definitely God moving that that brings this curse, and we, we call it, you know, curse on Davos, but it's really all the connection and connecting tissues and WF and all of it, you know, and over time. And the whole me- reason it was mentioned... Um, was for you to see and notice anomalies. And when you do see them, I mean, it helps if you know you're cursed, if you know you've been through it and you understand what to look for. But when you do see them, people aren't going to, you know, necessarily see it, you know, your way. But you're going to be privy to seeing things that where you know the Lord is taking care of you because the Lord wants you to rejoice in his moving, in his truth. And, um, you know, that's, that's you know, the, of course, to, to really be kind of clued in on it, I guess you would have to have faith so you don't wander around and, you know, look for, I don't know what people look for. I just, I get one thing from the Lord, I just, I stick with the Lord, whatever he says. Maybe I won't hear from him for a while. Who knows? 
But you can usually tell if there's any kind of accuracy, something is going on. And that, um, it's, it's funny. We, we talked about, you know, Davos and as the, as the, um, really the, you know, demarcation point and the embarkation point of a curse of Yah on the whole thing. That means <laughs> wherever those tentacles go and wherever those bloodlines go. And, and that also means to me, you know, when I see this, and it's, it's not like it's unexpected, but this is just this, you know, understanding of the Bible where God speaks about the destroyer and they've been identified as the destroyers, which of course makes sense. They don't want the earth. They don't want the planets. They don't want the sun. They don't want carbon. They don't want, right? They're the destroyers of the earth. And God has always planned on, you know, doing the men. And they never were going, you know, and most of the people, their predecessors before them never saw their empire. For example, if you take a guy like Klaus Schwab, you know, who seems to be pretty sick right now, you know, he, um, well, that's been, yes, that's been a rumor out there, but I mean, I can see it. I'm, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably spend the week doing like damage control and showing pictures of Seguin. They might even have themselves like feeding children somewhere. You know, to try to uh, get back public trust, but the you know they've they've you know they're they will be blamed for everything. When people are hungry, that's it. And even if they point to Biden, Biden's connected. He's part of it. He's well involved. And you know the people that uh, are destroying the uh, uh, the the, uh, the uh, chains of delivery. The uh, what do you call them? The uh, um, supply lines. Uh, those are all being done by governments. They're, they're not being done by you know terrorists. They're being done by you know the military, the U.S. military, other militaries, whatever. You know these are like yeah, they may be black ops, but the whole point is, is they're taking these things out for the purpose of starving you. So when you're starving and you can't feed your babies and you're you know basically breaking down and falling down, and then they want to show up as the savior even though they caused it all. And they did it all. Uh, but now, you see, they, they found a, a role they can play. We'll come in with the relief, the Red Cross, the United Nations, you know, UNICEF, uh, you, you know, the, uh, the, you know and, and all the rest of it, and the World Bank and the uh, WHO, and, you know, to save the children that they themselves caused to die. And the gullible, well, you know, there's two things going on here. The stupidity of people is also a curse. You know, um, people that are sharp and know what's going on, uh, they don't. They know what's going on day day by day. But you know, the thing that I notice in the United States, nobody really seems to understand the Lord. Or factor him in in things. And I don't understand that. Because you see, the only chance that you have of any kind of happiness, or any kind of fulfillment, or any kind of survival, or anything, is the Lord, is Jesus Christ. That's, that's, that's the power. That is the, uh, the, the, the stone um, you know, rejected by the builders. That is the, the real utopia. That is the, um, 
the you know the the not occult knowledge. I, I saw this, this guy was on. He did a video of you know this occult knowledge. If you know this knowledge of the occult, you'll be able to be wealthy. You know, like what they teach Freemasons and stuff. You know, the secret knowledge, this esoteric knowledge. And it's all basically based on ethics and, you know, some of it's common sense. And, you know, it's it's um, nothing, um, uh, you know, really that secret or that, that unknowable. It's just that people don't really know. I mean, what we end up with is we have the Ten Commandments and other things like that. But uh, then there's this, uh, you know, things like, okay... How the universe works, knowing good from evil. Don't they understand if they throw around witchcraft, it comes back to get them unless they have a proxy? Don't tell them about the proxy. That's right. They have someone that they target. So when the blowback happens, it hits that guy. The witch, sorcerer, warlock, whatever, walks free because he knows his way around the occult until he meets some badass dude that does him in. So, you know, most people are out of their depths here. You know, they don't even see it coming, right? And a lot of people feel like victims because, you know, they get unfairly attacked. They don't even realize that uh, they may be a pawn in the whole thing. You know, just uh, you're standing over there. You're, you know, you're an innocent one. I want to do this evil thing over here, but I got to throw it on you. You get pummeled. You don't even know why. You beg God to tell you. And the answer is, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And Jesus had a a bunch of esoteric, uh, he tried to put it in parallel, in in parables. I like the one about the sower, the parable of the sower. You know, how, how, you know, the, the, the seeds that, you know, of truth, of liberation, of peace, of what, of everything that, we're after you know some gets washed away by the rain you know it's planted it it just doesn't come up you know it's like you know people they they have the word and then they lose it it just gets washed away other times it does meet fertile soil people that are just up against the wall they're desperate they have no other choice and they stay with it and then it bears fruit and then they become the recipient of this great upwelling of this overcoming of this uh, death um, curse, which is this planet. So when you look at curses of Yah, too, you have, you know, you have the overall curse, which is death, right? You have the specific curses, which it could be bloodline curses, you know, sins of the fathers. And then you have things like intervention of God type curses where, and sometimes angels are sent to just like shut a thing down. You know, and then you have ongoing curses. I mean, like, for example, like, well, what we spoke about the WEF and how that can, you can follow that through, you know, through time and and see the demarcation point of January 16th. Let's just put it there and just see what happens from that point forward and um, see if you can understand. I think it also means, too, though, that these people will become conscious of their own, you know, horrible fate. And I think that will probably, you know, inspire some of them to actually repent. But even if you repent like me, the curse remains. The curse remains. 
you know, it, it just, it's just, it's, it's a hard thing for people to understand. You maybe you have to go back and read the book of Job or, you know, just understand that, you know, maybe you didn't do anything and your heart was in the right place and you were an innocent one. You shouldn't be blamed. And yet, because of your line, you were, you are, and you will be. And there will be an end to it, you know, uh, death, <laughs> graduation. But it's, uh, it's an ongoing thing, you know, and it's, it's, uh, it's a very, very, um, uh, it seems very unfair. And so you have to be mature enough to see, you have to really understand deeply that it's not unfair. You know, that it makes sense when you look at it objectively. You know, and uh, so I've been, you know, kind of since that time, um, I've had a bunch of interventions by God, even in the last 23 years. Um, where I would say I'm so grateful that I figured this thing out and, and re repented and just uh, tried to be as obedient as I can to God. Uh, because he, you know, gets obstacles that are sitting in my way. They're just going to, you know, death, destruction, blood, you know. And then, whoop, you go over that way and it doesn't happen. And then knowing he uses you for things. And the reason that I just say whatever it is, the quiet part out loud, is because, um, is because I'm cursed. So I can say the quiet part out loud. You see, I, I'm chosen to do just that. <laughs> you know? So, and, um, you know, and, and that's, you know, that may be my only real function. And good luck, you can go through, you know, 20,000 hours of Zeph reports looking for those, those times, those prophetic moments. Um, I'll never be able to say... When I'm moved by something, we move. But, I mean, we have a next. You know, we have a next. I mean, you know, the Davos thing is... is uh, I like to call it the Davos debacle, but it involves, you know, the World Banks and the WHO and, the you know, the same, you know, the usual suspects. And they're cursed, like me. They're in my club now. Not that they wouldn't have cursed themselves already or already have a, a thing where there's a self-curse. I'm saying... God is like, okay, that's it, tagged. And I've seen this over and over again, especially with witches, where they get tagged, and then they just can't, under they get so mad. And then they blame you. I mean, I got blamed for, like, car wrecks and plane crashes and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, and I, I have no interest in tallying it up but I'm here uh, only under miraculous circumstances and only for a brief moment of time. And then I'll be gone. It'll be okay, I'll be gone. No, no problem, I'll be gone. And um, that will be that. You know, and I will have my redemption in Jesus Christ and I will have my, you know, I have my, you know, position, whatever it is, in um, in the you know the, the multiplex of aspects of being or wherever we 
whatever kind of configuration it is, I already have my, my, my home. I, I'm already home. I mean, I'm, I'm there. So, yes, the curse is real. It's just like, okay, if I murder someone, I'm going to go, you know, well, probably not now to death row, but I usually, you know, the way it, when there was a rule of law and there were people that were not psychotic uh, running things, you know, you would go to death row. And you could have the greatest conversion to Jesus and he could be you know, in the cell with you every day, helping you to, to get through and, you know, taking your whole being and, and, and just, you know, and, and just um, using it for the betterment of the kingdom, which would be to reach, you know, inmates around you, other people, guards, who knows who. But the environment that you're in. And, um, and then you're still going to be, you know, uh, given the gas or strapped to the electric chair, whatever, you know, hung or shot or whatever, and you're still going to be executed. That conversion doesn't mean you're not going to die. Unless, but it does mean that if you don't die, that the Lord intervened because he wanted to use you. Because on your own merits, you're already dead. You have no chance. So everything that became a chance has to be the moving of God. And so you get used to the Lord, the person of God, and how he moves. And And my advice to people is, when you receive something of the Lord, you've just got to really do your best to, to well, I know it, the word escapes people. Like they have it for a second and then it, uh, you know, then you feel hopeless again and you start looking around and you doubt yourself and you doubt your, you know, other people and you doubt people that are usually reliable. You doubt, you start doubting and then, then you lose it all and then you have to go gather it again. And that's it, a very... Um, that falls into the same category as tempting the Lord. That's like playing on the freeway. You, you, you know, when, when there's a way, and it's hard, you know, it's hard to stay with the, the Lord. But the thing is, you also have the guide of, you know, the Holy Spirit bringing you into Scripture. And those Scriptures back it up. And then there's the spiritual gifts. Now, you wouldn't have any spiritual gifts in operation without the Lord. So all those are miracles. And, you know, and there are rewards for as you get closer or better at it. Better at it just means more obedient, more more fidelity with God, you know. And the closer you are then, the more things you see and you report on it. And then you realize the people around you don't see what you see. But that's okay. You can move to another country and then they will, you know, <laughs> if that's what the Lord wants, you know, you to be noticed, then you can move to another country and they go, oh, my God, he's from God, you know. But in your own country, no, of course not. The whole point is to, uh, as Rich Keltner, and I had such funny conversations, um, you know, if, if there's any accuracy, and he's been very accurate himself. He's had to, has the gift. I'm not saying it's on all the time, but it's, you know, the times I've heard has been, been a pretty well on. Um, if you're accurate then they'll reject you and if you're fake they'll embrace you and you know that's that's it's and so well what's good about knowing that what's good about knowing that is you you stop trying to build something you know a radio station a thing a reputation you you don't don't 
no longer necessary. There's no need to convince anything of anyone of anything. In a sense, you're free then. You didn't do it. You put it out there, just like the Lord said. You put the word out there, and then, you know, if they don't receive it, you get up, dust your sandals off, and move on. That's all. And he did say to the people that, you know, reject the truth, which is really Jesus, when they do that, it's, you know, it's it, the, they get threatened with, you know, worse fate than Sodom and Gomorrah, is what uh, Jesus said to them. But that's not your responsibility. It's, it's their free will choice. They have a choice, you know, to believe the truth or believe a lie or create a lie. And a lot of times the truth is too harsh. I mean, look at where we are now. You realize that half the people on the planet are over that actually think that they're heading back towards something familiar. That the horrors that they're that they hear rumors about and concentration camps and you know killing children and starvation, they just don't. Even now that they start seeing it coming in, they don't believe it because they can't believe that people would be that cruel. Is why. They can't believe that people would actually pull the trigger on that stuff. That people would, you know, would get together in Davos and go skiing. I mean, gosh, I just, yeah, I'm so tempted to write something about Davos. To, you know, be there, to, to do a fictional account. Can you imagine, the, you know, the stuff that, right, it wouldn't be publishable. But there they are, the, you know, the, the billionaires and trillionaires out playing and, you know, sending in their little surrogates because they, you know, because they don't want to be seen now. And, uh, so as we go into the future, one of the aspects of the curse would be uh, that, you know, the world will blame them for all the wrongs. I don't know when that would happen, but that'll be something that will be on the list. And they may respond by becoming philanthropists in front of, you know, feeding children and doing this whole, you know, this whole song and dance to get the uh, trust back. So that's on the agenda. Um, the one world, they've had trouble with their, with their, you know, one world religion. One of the big problems is that, you know, one of the people that they groomed, you know, and when I say groom, I don't mean, you know, <laughs> sexual grooming. I mean, you know, you're groomed for that position in politics, right? I mean it that way. And um, so they've had trouble with their sad guru who the Lord just can't stand. I mean, I, I, he put me on him, and I, I, I just like, please relieve me of this. The last thing I want to do is sit around listening to his dumb comments and making easy comeback lines. <clears throat> I, don't want to, I don't want to be involved in that. I, I, you know, maybe I did at one point, but it's, it's, it's sad, it's it's an unequal match. It's very sad. And I believe that he, so listen up, so I think, you know, he'll probably be replaced uh, pretty soon. Um, he's not making the impact that they need. He can't be the false prophet. You know, so what's he going to be? You know, and, you know, the, the Pope is screwed himself. Last night he was out shouting, you know, F-bombs at the people. I mean, you know, the Pope, seriously. 
<clears throat> and uh, so he's screwed. Plus a communist, which they don't, you know, they want people that look like capitalists. They want like Mitt Romney up there, you know, to be the new face. I was thinking about Mitt getting involved with um, Klaus. I can see Mitt and Klaus having a little dinner and, uh, and, and, and saying, well, you know, you, you did very nicely with the Olympics. Can you help the WEF, you know? And so Romney would be like putting a good face on the WEF. That's what he used to do. And I was thinking, if they aren't in talks already, they should be because Mitt Romney is the guy they need to try to put a good face on globalism, which is really what it is, right? And uh, But then what it really is also is a small group of billionaires and trillionaires that control all the wealth and all the companies and all the money and all the uh, religion, depravity, spirituality, art, blah, 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 right? And um, they don't tell you. They just want you to be there to be enslaved. Now you are looked at as a little more than lab rats. You used to be worker bees, remember? You're no longer worker bees. They want you to stop working. They want you to just be lab rats now that they can experiment on. So they'll give you a little apartment. They'll give you a meta goggles. And they'll give you drugs. And you can play your games and just sit in a little dark room. And they can run all kinds of experiments on you and, they, that, and, and, and pay you for it. And that would be you not being a useless eater. So that's another thing on the docket. Um, you know, because they never proved the singularity. Listen up. They never, ever achieved it or proved it or became it. They may have robots, and I'm sure they do. The cyborgs, oh yeah, clones. But they never really, tip. the singularity does involve, has to involve the person that is you, which is your soul. So it can't. There's no such thing as the singularity. No such thing. So when they write their papers, they have no clue what they're talking about. Again, Anyone who thinks you can mix iron and clay is already ignorant. I mean, you can have a dream that you're in the singularity with all the machines and you and everything is merged into one beautiful James Cameron adventure. Imagine the Titanic and Avatar together, living in eternity as an avatar, when the real you is just this, like, curled-up bag of bones, ugly and awaiting death. In other words, they never worked that out either. Let God be true and every man a liar. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let God be true. And let everyone give the credit to God for, you know, the only, when, 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 when God moves, no, humans are not supposed to be throwing curses. The God thing. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. People should be happy that God decided to move. That God saw, you know, sometimes the problem is we feel like he doesn't see. He's not really there. He's not really casting judgment as he should. He's not really putting down evil. Where is he? Where'd he go? So we're always happy to, 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 to see we don't know when he's going to move. 
that Marina Bravovich thing was years ago. I mean, for me, it's all, it's all, you know, almost compartmentalized and disjointed. And I know other people that have similar, um, you know, prophetic things that, that they say and, 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 and prayers they make, you know, in concert with the Lord that have kind of another thing going over, you know, like some have, I mean, as we look toward the future, there's a growing number of people who have this idea of a thousand years of the light of Jesus. Excuse me, of peace, of, um, you know, of light. Yeah, that's the best way I can put it. Where evil will be subdued and, and good will be applied and he'll rule with a rod of iron and, and everything will be, you know, set the right way instead of backwards. And that when this period is over, uh, in sometime in 2028, all pointing toward that magical 2030 date, uh, that's the way it's going to go, where the other guy is going to go down. You know, because the other guy opened himself to a curse of God, what did they do? Starving children, hurting children, you know, enjoying hurting people. Um, that kind of thing will get you, you know, God is not mocked. And regardless of whether it was now or whenever else, you know, God's never going to forget the, you know, the meek and the helpless and those who need help fending for themselves. You know, Jesus will always be coming to the children. And so you just have to, you know, so, so it's like, what do you have to do to notice that God is moving? What do you have to do to be in to be in receipt of that of that? And it's like, well, you know, if uh, you just have to, I guess, the Lord would have to put your attention on it, and then as you watch, you become a witness. And and various people are chosen as witnesses because they're very observant, and they have great fidelity with God and they're very observant and they, they'll, they, they can be an accurate witness that God moved, that God did this, God did that. Well, we saw, okay, years ago when I thought of the World Bank, the, you know, Davos, the G20. Oh, don't forget the G20 in Bali, how that went. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, God used some people to call that one out too, huh? Oh, that was magical. You know, the poor Indonesian government. <laughs> oh, gosh, I just remember seeing the Wagyu beef at the top of the menu. And I was like, oh, my God. And then this was the first meeting of the G20. It's so funny. In a screenplay, we, you know, it's a big epic, epic, epic tale of an island. And... uh I had written at one point that the you know the real enemy. Now I know we probably couldn't keep this in the movie; we'd have to reword it in some way. But it was the G twenty that was the enemy. Isn't it funny that for the first time in history, which is another confident you know kaching of the Lord? So if those of you with the prophetic gifts, you boom, you caught that right? You saw that Schwab Harari. Gates, they showed up there for the first time. 
which is another marker. That sets another thing in motion, see? And, you know, he said, well, Gates was already cursed. These people are already doing evil. They're already cursed. Well, yeah, but there's, but God works in time, too. He's, it's like he's, uh, you know, they all end up meeting in Davos, okay? They have 5,000 uh, Swiss guards there. Now, the Swiss guard, you may or may not know the history of them. They uh, are the finest, you know, the finest at what they do in the world and have been legendary for hundreds of years. And uh, so, so it's a very prestigious thing to be guarded by the Swiss Guard. I mean, that's like, um, you know, I guess it would be the equivalent of having, you know, your own personal Marines or something, or Navy SEALs, right? And um, so, so it, but the stink that's on it, though, see, there's that that's just wafting now. It's the, 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 the X-ray vision, the seeing through it that, as people are doing. And then finally coming up in the future is the blame the blame a few years ago when I was looking at uh, even when I was riding Dragon Island and we're, we, we had the, the military industrial complex the, the G20 which in, in my story was, was carried out in Cairo um, we had the dragon real dragon I mean the real one with the you know the, the you know fifteen you know, mile tail you know the that <laughs> can appear in different forms. The um, it ended up being like a competition between, let's say, the WEF people, which I mean, as you radiate it out, you get to the G twenty, right? The WEF and the G twenty are one, as was just proven a month ago, right? Wagyu beef. So now. And it was fairly benign, you know. No one would think these people did anything wrong. They fly their planes in. They have a meeting about economics and what they're going to do. It's just like back in the Kyoto. Kyoto was uh, Agenda... Um, <clears throat> oh, was it? Uh, agenda 21 was Kyoto, right? And then they also came up with Agenda 2030. So those were the Kyoto talks. So these are the same people that go to these things and um, who are in Davos now. And I was reading, um, I mean, nobody really thought they were bad. Nobody really liked the World Bank. Nobody really likes the world, you know, the UN. Nobody really likes the WHO now. They've got a very bad reputation. And nobody likes, you know, any of these people, okay? And um, you know, nobody likes Gates. Nobody likes, but I mean, it's never been overt. A few years ago, I mean, you, you see them, you may not like them, but you don't really think about it. Not like now, now that God changed it to just pure hatred, which is, you know, when that happens, that's like cursed, curseville. Pure hatred um, of this group and all of their, you know, all of the uh, tissue that goes out to other groups and, you know, wherever it goes, you know, UN, WF, Davos, uh, Bali, <laughs> Indonesian government, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, you know, giant octopus, you know, giant thing and um so no one ever really thought anything negative in 2017 you know it was you know only like you know conspiracy theorists or people that knew about the world who then got labeled conspiracy theorists which is false unless you want to say that all conspiracy theorists are pretty you know all the conspiracies we've had the last couple of years have all turned out to be 100 percent true right 
So, um, but no one thought about them as like the enemy of humanity. You know, I mean, you know, Alex Jones was going on about them. You had other people. I remember Dr. Stan. I mean, Frankie will remember Dr. Stan. I mean, that was really, uh, he was way ahead of his time there, Radio Liberty. And, you know, some of the stations like RBN and, uh, you know, various other networks uh, would talk about this stuff and globalism and things. But, it, you know, m- m- they were written off as tinfoil hat kooks. Even as late as 19, you know, 2017, 2016, 2015, 2014, 2013, 2007. And so nobody really thought about it. Like they, you know, for example, back in about 2007, I, I got so upset with the chemtrails. I got so very upset and I used to yell at, uh, or 2005, 2004, you know, George Bush, W., and I used to just scream at W, you know, like, like people think about the WEF now, uh, was looking at Bush, was looking at, uh, you know, people were looking at the, uh, and there was a guy in Santa Fe here, I don't recall his name exactly, but he was like out front, you know, exposing all these chemtrails. And they'd have it on late night with Art Bell and George Norrie, you know, and some of these other networks. And... Um, you, you know, they even admitted that they were doing it. They called it geoengineering. And so that, you know, uh, the manipulation of weather, harp, all that stuff was warned about. Nick Baggage was involved in that. And nobody did anything. <laughs> so th- this is going to bring in the most important part of, of you know, of, of the curse of humanity. Nobody did anything. Nobody batted an eye. All they were doing is making sure that they had their 401ks and their, you know, and their trajectory to re- some kind of retirement. And I, and I don't blame them. I understand. But I was out there screaming at them. <laughs> and I couldn't, I just felt so helpless being on the ground and seeing these giant chemtrails going by. And we, we, we would just sit there on a clear day, didn't we, Trish? We'd watch the entire sky get blotted out. And we just wept and cried and screamed and talked and had the internet and the Zeph report. And no matter what we did, we'd talk to Frankie. I would yell and scream with Frankie there. And they're ruining our weather. And they, 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 they created a drought here. And they, you know, they took our pinyon trees and, you know, all of them. All of them. And it was just devastation. Yeah, and then, like I say, we go up and, you know, we, we learn about the WEF, the WHO, the, uh, you know, the World Bank, the, the Club of Rome, you know, the Vatican, you know, and on and on, you know, the Hague and the this and that, and the big corporatocracy corporations, big giant corporations with all their supply lines. And then we realized they were all in these secret societies, but they were all overtly in these public uh, forums like the WEF and like, you know, the UN, like, where you could see them. But still, nobody really batted an eye. I'm sorry, folks. We, you know, and I consider myself in that group, too. I didn't do enough. Had I thought it was going to be like this, I should have done a lot more. And then all of a sudden, you know, we got to Event 201, Johns Hopkins. And they were going to pull the trigger. You know, they, they had to get rid of Trump. At the same time, 
you know, they had to gut his uh, power and his, his uh, presidency. At the same time, they had to pull the gloves off and show everybody that they are the rulers of the world, which was confirmed by Klaus Schwab eventually. And then finally people saw. And you know what they did? They went right back to wearing masks. Yeah. It's hard for me to understand, but that's angering the Lord. So, you know, it's one thing uh, when the Lord moves on, you know, the destroyers, you know, the WEFs and the, you know, the carbon haters and those people, brings in all the Sodom and Gomorrah stuff and, you know, times a million, makes everything degraded, which is what has happened here, takes children down the path of Satan completely so they're gone by five. And all of that, just in the last couple of years. Um, it's designed to trigger the wrath of God. Well, you'd be better off just getting rid of them, if that's what they're going to be. What good are they? Are they sex toys now? Who cares? There's no point in you know their existence, okay? Carpet bomb them. Use them for, uh, you know, target practice. Disrespect them. And then, then you sit back and you, you, know, you look at yourself in the mirror and you can't believe you just thought that. And then you realize you're talking about the whole world now. You're talking about how God must have felt before the flood. Humanity is worthless. Why should we make humanity feel better when they're just as bad as this WEF thing or Davos or the rest of it? Humanity has given rise to it and looks the other way. Why let anyone off the hook? And so hence that sets up the stage for what's coming next. Uh, in terms of people talking about winning and losing, if I had products to sell, and this is no, I'm not sliding Alex Jones or any of the other people that sell whatever it is they sell, you know. And, uh, uh, but I'll just say this. If I had products to sell, I would say, buy my products, we're winning. Uh, keep, keep me on the air, you know. But from my perspective now, not having uh, anything like that going on, uh, zero, you know, I pay for this myself. Um, you know, I... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have that much of an optimistic view. Just like with Elon Musk, I've, he really snafu'd me. He got me to pay that eight bucks every month. Every month, I think it is, eight bucks. It's on a monthly or a quarterly, whatever. They, they automatically charge your credit card. I got a few things like that I got to clean up. Um, and I finally, you know, I canceled my subscription to any Twitter blue check. And not my account, I just I just had to kind of get off the stage because it was, you know, it's, I think it's a certain kind of person that has to be called to uh, some kind of, you know, we have a, we have a mission, right? Everything is a mission. 
And uh, Twitter is not my mission because the people, they don't, they don't hear, they don't listen, they don't, they just collaborate with the people that they know based on how many followers they have. And that's, that's the, that's the game. And uh, that's pretty shallow, <laughs> you know. So celebrities feel good about it because they can promote themselves there, you know, and everyone treats them like a god, and that's sickening enough. But then when Elon Musk comes around, uh, you know, it's a tan hut, and then it's nothing but beautiful compliments and wonderful words. And, uh, you, you know, anyone that, that has any dissent at all, they're, looking, they're frowned upon. And so, you know, I didn't feel comfortable there. I felt he was, a little, to me, Elon Musk has become somewhat of a menace using his celebrity and his, his fame to make people be nice, you know, to him anyway. You know, to agree with him or whatever. Whenever he makes a comment, it's on people that he knows. Or whenever a comment is made about him, usually it's, it's, it's people that... Um, you know, were there before, they had thousands and millions of lists of view, you know, uh, followers, and, you know, and then, then they all kind of commiserate together, recognizing, you know, that those power uh, centers of being influencers. And when you're on something like Twitter and you're stupid, and you're influencing a million people, oh, yeah, the Lord, I, I think the Lord just wanted to rub my nose in it. He wanted me to see it. Because I wouldn't be there without the Lord. So he wanted me to see it, to understand it, to struggle with it, to try to make it work, to try to fix it, to try to understand how is it like this? Why is it like this? Where is this going? Who are these people? And they're mainly people who think somehow it's not as, it's not, you know, they've convinced themselves that it's, you know, they're winning. They're going to win. They're going to win. And there, there is no winning and losing in this in this thing. I mean, I know in the end, God God wins in the sense that life wins. God wins. You know, God has his. But then you could also make the case. But God wins today. God wins yesterday. God wins every day. Because life is winning, death is losing. Therefore, blah blah blah. God wins. God won. You know, God won at the cross. Yes, at the cross. Salvation, um, you know, the overcoming of death, the overcoming of, uh, and, and that's a big deal, the overcoming of death by Jesus. Um, people really don't give that enough attention. And you just have to try harder and ask the Lord, you know, Lord, please give us understanding about Jesus because we know the secrets are locked in Jesus that are the secrets of the universe the secrets the witches would covet if they could get their hands on it the secrets of creation itself <laughs> so it's a, it's an odd thing um, the reason that Elon wore that uh, Baphomet outfit was to show you himself. So you can't go off and say, I wasn't warned. I didn't know. I'm sorry now. I don't want those things to bite me anymore. 
I wish I could die, but my body won't die. <laughs> or whatever. Whatever scenario comes up. Yeah, well, that's why they do it. They wear something like that, and they show you who they are. And then if you ignore what you know, and then you go back... I mean, I, I, I got convicted on this by the Holy Spirit. I was trying to communicate with Elon, and I was overlooking that outfit, and I finally got totally convicted by the Lord. I was, you know, like, oh, shoot, Lord, I'm guilty. I've given this guy a pass. He showed me who he is. He's a devil. And look what I've done. Yeah. He's being groomed to be the Antichrist, whatever, you know. It's like, Tesla is your savior. <laughs> so, you know, um, but the exciting thing about now is this particular system or this thing that they're doing, and they feel that they're the ones that created the supply chains, they're the ones that created the industries, they're the ones that are going to pull the industries. And, um, and I don't think they're ready completely for the backlash because, you know, the WF, like, like Davos, they're people that, well, there's people not going there. You know, the South African guy, he didn't go because he's got some electricity problem. That's not the reason he doesn't go. They're, they're worried about photography. The, the, you know, they're worried that people are going to blame the W, you know, the Davos, the WF, you know, the, the, the you know, World Bank, all that, for, for everything that's wrong, for their kids starving. And they don't want to be in that role. So to me, it's a very, very interesting, um, you know, kind of change that I see. From back in 2017, it was like nothing. And now it's like they're heading into this status of being the most hated, which is, again, it's part of this ongoing curse, this, this curse that began that will, won't stop until, I guess, we're all dead. There will be also a, a main debarkation point. People will have the chance to choose to be with the Lord or to be with them. And being with them is to, to accept the promise of being taken care of. Just like they do now, only in secret. It'll be out in the open, though. And, um, you know, that will be the uh, test Whether you're fit to be with God, are you going to give up and go to the infield and walk it off? You're going to join them and 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 punish your own family. You turn your kids in to the gulag. You're going to do things like that, right? You're going to enjoin in, in yourself to the curse that's on them, and that will go forever until you're dead. That's not what I want. But that's the stark choice. I mean, it's come to that stark choice. And it's just amazing. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> people say, well, if you really want to get somewhere in life, you know, you should butter people up. But I'm kind of like, well, I think the best thing you can do is to tear them down. But that's not a good way to become successful. To tear them down, in other words, oh, you don't have to make it a personal attack. All you have to do is have the truth. And the world would, you know, melt. 
the collective guilt alone will kill them all. So, you know, it's a very interesting time to be alive, and I'm sorry that it's uh, so difficult. My problem doesn't have anything to do with, you know, Gates or, you know, Schwab or any of those people. My sorrow has to do with, um, you know, regular citizens of the, of the earth embracing um, what the bad guys are giving them. Again, my people perish due to ignorance. But there is no place anyone could be taught anything now. It's all under control. So, you know, we lose generations. And, you know, we're just going to have to keep giving it in prayer. Now, we will be in prayer. So make a couple announcements, because this is, I'm done now for the day to day. 111 comments in the chat, and uh, nice to see you. Well, I know we're all struggling. Number one, the moods are going to lift. It's almost like, do you remember, uh, Steven Spielberg made a movie called Empire of the Sun. Do you remember that back in the 80s, I guess? Well, it was about this uh, kid, through this kid's point of view. And they were living in China peacefully, and they had their own, you know, sort of Anglophile community of, of you know, white Europeans or whatever. And they lived behind walls. And it's about how an invasion came. And I, I, I thought it was like, was it a Japanese invasion, a Chinese invasion, you know, invasion, invading army? Uh, uh, oh, excuse me. How they lost their entire, um, uh, all their houses and all their stuff, and you know, the, 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 the armies looted them all, and how they were displaced through the eyes of this child. And the child, he kept running around, all this energy, you know what I mean? He didn't eat very much. And he was running around trying to help people, you know, survive this thing. And he had endless energy and endless, he was like, he was joyous at the time. He was upset too, but he kept that moving. The more he kept moving, the more joyous he was. So I think that's a little tip, you know, that, um, you know, that's a, uh, not, you don't have to go watch it, but I mean, just, you know, the person that's moving around and trying to do stuff and trying, saying, okay, this is happening. These people need food. I better go do that. But, you know, having things to do have a much better chance of being filled with joy, you know, than people fretting in their houses and, you know, gripping their hands and, you know, um, clutching their pearls as they watch, you know, the invasion begin. We don't know which way it's going to go. I mean, I, I can tell you what I know so far that what I've seen God do in this is I've seen the destroyers be cursed. And... um you know, I think uh, it happened during the Davos thing, and I think that that also involves, you know, those various groups. And, of course, you know who the front men are. Well, how long did they have to repent, folks? There wasn't that, like, warlike curse on you, you know, generational curse. That wasn't there. God sees everything, though. Eventually, the, you know, the plug gets pulled. Oh, I have no doubt they're already planning on replacing themselves. <laughs> you know, or whatever it is they, they want to do. It, it doesn't really matter. Everything they do, I laugh at now. I know it's going to hurt. 
But I also know that we need to laugh. And I also am grateful to God for giving me some foresight as to where we're heading because most people I talk to, they don't know. And when something is right and it's heading into that something, there is a bit of comfort in that. You know, um, the people that have those kind of, you know, those kind of uh, are prescient like that or have that kind of gift, they help to keep regular folks, you know, um, alive and beaming. Hey, what's God saying today? What's God telling you now? Be like, God is telling me to uh, encourage people to, if you're moved to speak for God or he's going to speak for you, let it happen. The, the key to it is this. You don't have time to prevaricate. As I tell people, you know, the prophets of God, the people that have spiritual gifts, they can't prevaricate or God takes those away. You know, someone vacillating between two truths or three truths is not going to be given any word. Because, right? It's boom! And so, hey, the Lord's telling me this and showed me that. It could be wrong. I don't know, but I, you, you kill me if you want, but this is that. It's hard to do. You got to be pretty desperate. But, you know, the other thing is that God has a sense of humor. You remember Elijah and the prophets of Baal. Oh, that's good. You remember what happened there, right? They couldn't get their fire started. They couldn't get their, their, their show on, their sacrifice. God shunned them. And so Elijah and his prophets, they killed them all. They killed like, I don't know how many, 300 or something. <laughs> So-called prophets of Baal, the other guy, the other god, Satan. So that's right. There are people on both sides. And um, the key to happiness, again, is to be energized and moving and, and, you know, and when people have a sense of purpose and a sense of a mission, you know, it just lifts all boats. It puts you into that, you know, endorphin state of mind and, and, you know, propels you down the road of, you know, God won, God's got this, I'm with God, let's, let's spread God's cheer amidst the food lines and the emergencies and the, you know, the uh, uh, gurneys and the ambulances and the, and the trauma. And that kid in Empire of the Sun, he never really, t- I mean, he took things seriously, but he was always kind of distracted. And that distraction kept him, in my, in my opinion, vital but anyway so god bless you each and every one i'm trying to tune in we'll be here thursday night for our prayer group okay so charles govinda patrick you know trish violet and john um you me uh we will be um you know basically discussing whatever is there to discuss I think it could get pretty rocky here going forward, like events, bing, 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 bing. And it's maybe hard for people to catch their breath. Um, the, they're planning on coming in as the, listen, just a warning to you all. 
They're planning to come in. You probably don't need the warning, you know. They're planning on coming in as the saviors via the economy, food lines, this, that, or whatever it is, even though Biden, Biden administration for America caused it all. He's going to come in like as the savior. That's what they're all going to try to do. And they're going to try to do that. They're also planning on doing interviews in a small Swiss village, according to Klaus, Klaus whatever his name is. And they want to do a series of interviews in a small Swiss village with people asking questions, like a forum. Uh, and he says that that will bring the reputation back. And that will that will restore confidence in, you know, Schwab et al., which is basically all the Nazis of Earth, you know, whatever. That will restore confidence, he says. And, uh, you know, the other thing is if he dies, it's coming up too. Um, now, will the world celebrate that? Will they just repackage it? Well, of course they'll try to repackage it. They got all the money. You, you know, they're, they're, the thing they're playing this game that you don't think they're doing it to you, and then they're the saviors. I mean, that's the game that's being played. But now it's all exposed because, you know, they've cursed themselves. God's cursed them. They're, they're marked, and they're tagged. How long will God let them go on? We don't know. We don't know. And in that, I bid you Shalom. And I must find <laughs> Okay, here we go. Good to be here this time of year. Time to celebrate your great victory. Come on up here, Buck. All right, girls. Show him what he's won. This is your life, Buck. Look at all the people here to cheer you on. Oh, don't mind that. That's the vat of blood. <laughs> now you might wonder, what is he up to now? Get that spotlight on Buck. Hey, Buck, come on up here and get your reward. Girls, show him what he's won. All eyes on you. All eyes on you. All eyes on you. All lies on you.
I know you think you know where you're going, but don't you understand? We're always there. Ahead of you, Buck. Buck? Now, I didn't want this to happen. You're not supposed to be afraid. You're a big, strong man. Remember that. Girls, show him what he's won. The only problem is, only the dead go there. <laughs> we'll be there, waiting. We'll be there, waiting. We'll be there, waiting. We'll be there, waiting. We'll be there waiting. We'll be there waiting. We'll be there waiting. We'll be there.